damn it, mate. <laughs> I liked that. You son of a bitch. I dug it. Oh. I dug that. Yeah, dude. Shot it. So this one is no, this one is no shocker. Um, I'm recording this because I'm going to be at deer camp by the time this is released. Um, Wait, you're saying that's not a shocker? Well, um, we're pre-recording it because I'm not going to have any chance of recording it while I'm up there, but I'm assuming it's going to be great. Um, everything seems good. Uh, if you give a shit, which I know you don't, about deer camp, but I'm going to bore you with some deer camp stats. Dude, <laughs> hit me with it, man. Um, Come on. So, uh, because of CWD, which is chronic waste, uh, or it's, it's chronic wasting disease is, is, is what, what it's called. And uh, basically, you can't bait in Michigan because if the deer eat the same thing of bait, they get this crazy disease where it literally eats them from the inside out. It's really, it's a really weird parasite, parasitic thing that's been going around right before COVID hit. Um, so we can't bait, but I actually got to put up my blind earlier than I've ever put it up. Um, so deer have been getting used to it. And, uh, my dad's went out to check it, uh, last a couple weeks ago and he found a, really big scrape which is a good sign okay it means there's a button basically it means i can't shoot anything i can't shoot does we don't shoot girls we just shoot bucks and they have to be a certain size so they have to be a couple years old in the area that i hunt and uh a scrape means that there was a deer with uh there's a doe that is uh looking for a buck so it means there's there's most likely a buck in the area trying to chase some doe because if you don't know about deer hunting, you you hunt them basically when they're trying to mate. So uh, they're looking they're looking to score and procreate, and you know you're just kind of looking for. Usually they're chasing doe, so I, it's, a, it's a very good sign. Is what I'm saying. Okay. Mm-hmm. Scrape yeah, is dude. a good sign. So uh, I mean, I've always had deer in that area, but like there's you know. Very, I saw a five point last year, but it, I couldn't get a, a decent shot on him, and he ran away. It was really like split second decision, and I was too slow. So hopefully, I see mm-hmm. a, a, some more bucks in there, and I just want to get it because I want some meat. So if you want some venison, bro, I can send you a bunch of venison because I got a I got a combo license this year. So does right. it does that work to send someone meat? Like in the mail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you you put mail it with dry ice. People do it a lot, but honestly, Dang. we'll we'll probably come visit you, and we'll probably drive anyway. So okay. I can bring you some meat. Throw it, dude. In the I'm, I'm not gonna say no. It sounds dude. Cool. It's good I'm meat. Gonna... It's good meat, man. It's very tender. It's very tender. It's uh not. It's very lean meat too. So it's very good for you. Um, mm-hmm. Venison is so. Tender, lean. Yeah, dude. T- tender, Succulent. Lean. <laughs> Succulent. Delicious. <laughs> well, what my, mo- my mom does is she cooks it in some gravy and she slow cooks it like all day. It's, dude, it, mm. it like melts and melts in your mouth, dude. It's so delicious. I love venison. Dang, so there you go. Wow. Cool guy stuff. Dude, absolutely cool guy stuff. Man stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, the man flesh. 
Um, no, I'm, I'm just pumped because uh, I love Deer Camp. I look forward to it every year. It's the only thing I go back home for, even when I was like living away. And I, a little known fact, I haven't shot any deer ever in my life. And I've hunted for 15 years. You'd think I'd give up. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I would. Well, the problem is, is like, I would be, I would be able to go back, but like, because I obviously am a functioning member of society, I'd have to work. So I could Mm -hmm. only be there for like, you know, I could probably hunt solidly for like four days and then I'd have to fly back, you know, cause I'd have to go back for work. And, right, uh, right. this year cause of COVID I can pretty much stay there until I get a fucking deer. So it's like, that's basically, I took off like a week and a half and I think that's plenty en- enough time if I want to see anything. So I get to actually yeah. hunt and, uh, and I don't have to freeze my ass off in the blind. I've got like this really nice, uh, like propane sunflower heater that keeps me warm in there because it gets cold as shit. And uh, I got my Nintendo Switch, and I got my I get I get really good service in my blind, but I don't get good service in my deer camp. So, um, so yeah, man, it's uh, I'm I've told my dad I was like the first three days, like I'm sitting there all day, all day, all day for the daylight. So, um, until I get one, so it's gonna be fun. You know, yeah, dude. I get to actually hunt, like you know what I mean. Like I, like I said, like I don't really, I, I'm not really that much of a hunter, but, um, this is the one year where it's like you know I actually have the time, you know, because of COVID. Mm -hmm. So it's like might as well sit there, you know. Um, and it's also like just kind of nice. Um, it gets a little, you get a little stir crazy after a while. Your ass starts to hurt because you're sitting there for fucking, you know eight hours straight or whatever however long it is so it sucks but at the same time it's like you kind of like you think about a lot of stuff you use i you know a lot of you know songs have been written in that in that blind in that same area because i've been hunting that same area for now for like five years Mm -hmm. um so you know sometimes you gotta if if you if you can like quiet yourself and kind of like just it's very zen-esque you know what i mean like you just kind of listen to the forest and you kind of you know have a lot a lot a lot to mull over in your head you know so yeah you know makes sense yeah i like i I had a lot of people in california could be like oh do you kill bambi and it's just like no first off there's rules you know what i mean like you can't just shoot everything you see you know like Mm -hmm. contrary to popular belief you know there's there's rules you got to make sure that like you know the horns are long enough you got to make sure because you want to make sure that you you're not killing like a yearling you want to you know you want to let deer grow you want to let deer you know populate the the area and stuff like that so it's it's not like you know I can just shoot like a fawn or some shit like that you know what I mean like it's there's rules <laughs> sure. and also it's like I told him I was like dude half the time I don't see anything it's just an excuse for me and my dad and his best friend to like shoot the shit drink beer and, and you know just be off the grid for a little while so right um I, dude makes sense I mean I it's fine. I don't I'm not gonna uh I do not care particularly like i'm I'm, not, like, I'm very much aware you don't care about um <laughs> or, or i'm or more to say like i'm not offended yeah yeah, yeah 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 i yeah. wouldn't ever do it myself i wouldn't right right, shoot right. it's not animal, your thing but 
No, it's not. It's not for me. I'm not going to shoot an animal. They're, they're let those animals be fine, man. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I also get that, like, dude, deer are wild. Dude, we have deer that live in our yard, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they uh, eat all yeah, your I, flowers too, man. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I could totally see a situation where it's like these deer are cool, but then they become not cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? So I'm not trying to. Yeah, I don't. I don't like. That's what I meant by I don't care. It's like if you if if it's ethical and cool then go for it absolutely and, and well, you're, my, you're and eating it, you eat the animal like you right right use it for food yeah yeah makes sense to me you know and i uh because i was really worried because the the only the last time i gutted a deer i was like 12 years old and it was amazing mainly i was just like watching my dad do it and helping him occasionally but um you know like i said i haven't shot any deer I shot a lot of birds but not not any deer we bird hunt mm-hmm. too we didn't by the way i didn't see it maybe i saw four birds this year so they ain't they ain't moving but uh i uh my uh the guy that i'm working with over here that i'm like helping out with his business um he just basically buys tags like deer tags and he just has hunters in the area hunt for him because he just wants to meet because he's a chef and mm-hmm. uh he goes hey dude i'll give you like most of this deer if you come and help me gut it and i was like actually that's perfect opportunity because i need to like bone up on it you know because i haven't done it in like freaking forever so i helped him gut a deer and i got like two hindquarters so we got plenty of meat already and then both my dad and i got combo licenses so that's that's four four and a half deer like deer's worth of meat so we'll be if the apocalypse is happening, we'll you know come to the Mangini household. We'll have we'll have the meat. You guys are the <laughs> meat kings, <laughs> meat daddies. But yeah, I mean it's it's like I said, it's mostly like deer camp uh, around here is just like an excuse for us to get away. Like for for my for my dad and his best friend, there it's a w- excuse to get away from their wives, and like <laughs> you know what I mean, like just. You know the old ball and chain, and they do the whole like <laughs> bullshit, and you're just like, "Cool, man." I hope that you know? I hope that sentiment dies with the boomers. <laughs> it should. It should because it's nonsense. It's right? stupid. It's super yeah. stupid. I mean, like, like, and that's the thing. It's like it's so funny to me because I think it's one of those things where it's like I think they just like having something to bitch about you know what I mean? like yeah, I think that dude I I mean I cannot that. wrap my head around it like half the time I'm just like that's the point of it I, I think legitimately about? like you used to think like it was like oh because like you know yeah I, well maybe you didn't because you, you you're both your parents are like salty or super sweet human beings but my dad is like you know a little rough around the edges he's a little he's he's a northern Michigan boy you know what I mean like mm-hmm. he just he has his ways and, and and he'll sit there and bitch and bitch and bitch about mom and I'm just like then why don't you fucking leave her then man like and every time he I would do, never I know and your, every time I do that never. every time I do that he just looks at me like well and it's like dude so obviously you love her so shut the fuck up how about that you know what I mean yeah. like like I said I just think it's a thing <laughs> I don't know if it was like just a cultural thing or whatever but it hopefully it dies with well the boomers, I mean you know? there's there's dude there's totally still guys like that you know what i mean like and and yeah but and i think yeah. i think it's just like well then he probably shouldn't have married that person you know what i mean like like oh yeah well i don't know you know what i mean but like, there's a difference between having a, a having like a happy marriage mm-hmm. that like or or a marriage that you're like very much committed to and, i think personally and like 
yeah. fine and like having those tropes like in the back of your mind um and then uh also like because a lot of it stems from i mean i'm not trying to like psychoanalyze people or whatever no, but uh, a lot of it, it in my from my perspective <laughs> stems from uh like lack of communication right sure like let's say your dad and your mom like needed to f- have more individuality in space like that was just like part of the problem mm-hmm. uh, i'm not trying to put uh, i'm making this up like this isn't no it's totally know, what I'm they just need using. but they wouldn't right. listen anyway so but so. i'm not i don't know your parents enough to know i mean i know them well enough but i don't know them enough to know what they might need or not need sure but let's say that is the problem then it's like that's what needs to be discussed like communication solves a lot of those problems and then also like understanding empathy all those things those things solve the problem instead of just being that like classic sitcom couple that's like you know yeah well, i need space for the old ball and see shake. that Get would make sense if buddies. you're using if you're using logic the, por- the but, por- problem well, is is <laughs> boomers don't generally use logic they think with with their you know, their most innate, you know, like basic human, like I need food. You know what I mean? Like it's a, <laughs> it's super like Neanderthal and, 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 and Philistine type. And, and honestly, dude, like I tried to talk to my dad like that and it's just like, and, uh. and literally anytime I like come up with any like logical solution, it's just the same answer. And it's like, Oh, you're old and stuck in your ways. Got it. Okay. Yeah. You know, I like, wasn't saying it, that you know? anything was going to get solved. I no, don't necessarily no. think that's true. But I'm. what I'm saying is I hope the idea that it can't be solved dies. Ultimately dies. Because it's like, you know, and like you and I talk about relationship stuff. Is, sure. and, and it's like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I've been so happy in my relationship for, a very long time. Well, it's good because you guys are great, and I love right. I love wax, but so. a it's not an insignificant amount of work, right? That's like important to understand. Mm-hmm. Communication is a constant, uh, like obstacle, right? Like we communicate well, but if we don't, if we're not paying attention, it's not it's not automatic, right? Right, right, right not being able to communicate like what you need or what's happening or, you know, so all those things. Um, yeah. But, but the, the, it requires a, as a man for you to, um, be able to, whoa, bro, recognize, are you mansplaining to me right now? (laughs) I am. It requires you to like, uh, do away with some stereotypes and toxic right. masculinity plays a big role in that stuff. So overcoming some of that stuff is not easy. Sometimes it's harder for some people than other people. For me, like a lot of that stuff was very easy to leave behind because it never really fit my life to begin with. Sure. So um, I had a little bit of an easier time being able to be open and, and uh, that and your wife is the coolest wags is also like my best friend. right but i didn't i didn't the lose the best in, friend I, I gained another you know basically right. with wags so we are the coolest together you, you work very well together yes. right um not everybody both, has that though you know what i mean and like right a of lot course. of people and some um, people aren't aren't like some people actually like i shouldn't say some people don't want that some people just need something different some people need right like more you know some people need to be able to blow off steam in a different way and also like 
Well, I think that, go- um, that goes back- vice versa. That goes back to like us saying like the boomers, like they need somebody to bitch about, you know? I remember Will, right, but Will I, my argument is like, and, and I was like, eh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like how, in, in, in what way? Well, it, 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 I don't know. I was, you know, I was getting mad about some clam, you know what I mean? I was just being an asshole and, and, or, or at least I was being my like typical, you know, uh, hopeless romantic self and, and, and him and his wife now were just like, you know, women like some guy that they can bitch about to their friends, you know? And I was just like, ah, I don't know if that's right. Do you know what I mean? Or accurate. I think, you know, I think, I think with, with, with the boomers, especially is I, it, I just think it's such a like worn to death trope that like, they have to be like that, you know what I mean? Like, I think, I think there's like something that they just dislike with change, and or, or, for me personally, I just think as long as I'm like growing and 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 evolving as a person, I think that's like the most important thing. And I think with them, they just don't want change; they just want to kind of keep it the same way, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, yeah, I mean, I I think that's that that's the biggest psychological rock that's in the way of that you know what i mean yeah like i said i mean yeah i i and once again it's like one of those situations where you sort of just think to yourself like well i don't really know if there's a solution you know like but i don't um, think i think i think to 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 counter that i don't think they're looking for a solution i think that like they're just trying to you know rest on their you know principles or whatever or if they have them you know what i mean like i i don't think that they're looking for a solution i think that's a lot, a lot of things where people you know this i would get this a lot when with people i date where it'd be like i'm you know cuz i was always the problem solver or at least i tried to be and i fucked it up a lot but then they're like i'm not looking for you to fix it i'm just wanting want you to listen and that hurt Mm -hmm. that pissed me off so much because i'm just like well that's dumb you know what i mean like in my (laughs) mind like it's like it's like no there's a problem there's a clear and present problem let's fix it and go to bed happy and not go to bed angry you know um but some people don't don't want that so i don't know and also sometimes that's just not true sometimes there isn't an obvious solution right 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 i mean with a lot of problems so that's just it's learning and and understanding and like finding ways to like adjust to that stuff, right? Yeah, and yeah. not just allowing you know like I love my parents, but I'm not. I don't look to them, uh, and I I'm not putting this on anybody else, but I don't. I'm not necessarily looking to their marriage as like a uh, a template, you know, or anything yeah. like that. Well, um, just I, because I I think yeah, there's a lot of stuff that um in a modern sense we don't need to perpetrate <laughs> you know it's true um and uh you know i my parents love each other very much and i'm like so um thankful to have that as like a like uh, an example in my life but i also you know you learn you you take the good stuff and you and you don't take the bad stuff when you're learning and you know so well, you know, that's sorry. I keep burping. Um, he's burping. Uh, 
that I, I totally get what you're saying. And that, and that kind of, that kind of system just kind of needs to, like you said, die. It needs to kind of like go with them. And then we just need to kind of mm-hmm. escort them to their recliner chairs and be like, dude, you lived enough life, you know, like you, you did it. You know what I mean? Like, just step aside. I don't, I don't you know? mean it as I'm not trying to be disrespectful either. It's just like me. Hey, either. like where you know, like parenting has changed so much. And my, I feel like my mom would really understand this. Although I'm not, it's not something I'm eager to talk about, Yeah, but it's like parenting has changed so much. Like we understand like how to raise children so much better, like 50 years, the difference right. in 50 years is like, you know, um, and like so, with myself and my parents, it's a difference of thirty years between me right, getting right, married right. and them them getting married. So, are your parents um, like exactly thirty years apart, or, or, or apart from your birth? My dad um, is exactly thirty years in in like one month, basically. Oh, um, it's from my birth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if no, that's the same situ- scenario as me. me no, not exactly. I think my dad graduated in seventy six. I don't know, like when. When you're, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. When my parents Is your dad older? Older than me. <laughs> than your mom, sorry. That didn't, uh, didn't no. clarify. No. Oh, okay. They're like a year younger, maybe. Your dad is? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. Okay. They're both born in like 59 and 58, I think. Okay. So they're basically my exactly pretty pretty close to my dad's age. If they're exactly. in their early 60s. Yep, yeah. My dad's 63 exactly. Okay. So like I said, he might he might be a born in like 57 something. Right, like right, that. right. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, I it, it's 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 tough especially with this election that like like the conversations that I've had with my dad and you know, we we don't have to get into like the, that polit- political thing, but it, it's also like um I was talking to my buddy Ronnie and you know, he was he was kind of um, empathizing with me, but also like you gotta realize who you're talking to, man, and you can't just like blow up. Which unfortunately, I have an a, a little bit of an anger issue, and and I get I get really <laughs> heated um, with the conversations, and I try to like control myself, you know. But at the same time, it's like man, alive, like it's not hard, you know. Like it, it, it just, I don't know. You just, you just kind of get really uh, frustrated. But, yeah. you know, it's just the way she goes, bubs. <laughs> Some, Dude, yeah. Sometimes she goes, sometimes she doesn't. But back to, like, what we were talking about. Yeah, I, I, I think the whole trope of, you know, the old ball and chain, the old, the old, you know, the old lady, you know, my dad has a mug, literally a coffee mug that says, I'm retired, which means I'm free to do whatever my wife tells me to do. And it's <laughs> like that, that whole, like, trope just kind of needs to, like get k-boshed so people can actually and i think now it's like you know marriage is very different from what it was back in the 70s or whatever whatever my dad got married you know 70s and 80s um things are just different and and i think i think we need to roll with the punches instead of trying to always call back to you know what we know and because you know we don't know shit (laughs) basically (laughs) I think having the humility Very of being true. like, I don't know shit, you know, like, so just help me figure this out, you know. Mm-hmm. And with that, that's the end of the uh, relationship portion of uh, yeah, Souls Yeah, we really Slam. were diving in there, huh? <laughs> Holy smokes. Jesus. Let's get some tunes, man. Um, I think I got one. I think 
I'm torn between a couple, but uh, yeah, I think I got it. Let me know. Okay, when you're ready. dude, hit me with it. All right, I'm, I'm gonna go with uh, Oceana Wool God. Okay. <laughs> I yeah, let's, dude. I'm so ready to jam that. Yeah, dude. dude. You ready? Pulling it up. All right, let me know when you're ready. All right, count me down. Yep. Three. Yep. Two. One. Play. That a long time. Me either. That's why I thought it was a good, good pick. You're right. It was a good pick. Oh, bang a ring, dude. Bang a ring. That was a good pick. Yeah. Uh, so we know an oddly en- uh, enough about this band, you know. Um, we know a lot of guys that toured with them. We have played many shows with them. Um, yeah, no doubt. They became Polyenzo. Yeah, I mean, um, I know them personally for sure. Like, yeah, yeah, whole, yeah. Seen them all in the last few years. Mm-hmm. Um, but this song was like, you know, this this record, this Cleanhead EP. If uh, you guys don't know, uh, Oceana Cleanhead EP, you might know Oceana. They used to be a very uh, kind of dark. Uh, emo band and then became this and then they ended up becoming this band called polyanza um but this ep i think was like their turning point it seemed from doing the like emo screamo thing to becoming an actually like super interesting band you know i i i personally you know as much as i i loved the polyanza stuff i i i still do but this EP, like, will always hold a special place in my heart, you know? Like, it was just, like, a very cool, unique, you know, thing with all the Dan Electro guitars and shit, and um, uh, I really dug it. I really dug the lyrics, uh, I really dug uh, all the guitar lines, the crazy drumming from denny i think his name is denny right mm-hmm. dude yeah. dude's a freaking stud on the drums and uh inspired one of our good friends cameron of author you know very much so you know i, I remember cameron was like obsessed with that dude and his drumming and um, oh yeah. yeah yeah we hired denny to do something at the gem city studio which is the one in tennessee like uh, a couple months ago sick he's amazing he's super good um, I think when they, they got, they got him like late cause he wasn't really a part of the band until later. Right. And they had like a different dude. I don't then, know anything about the band before this EP. Right. I know nothing about them. I know. I remember birth eater, which is just like, a, I mean, I've heard that, but I think it's real, not my thing. No, you know? it's very like obviously screamo stuff, but, uh, uh, 
they stayed at uh, when we when Cam was in Blank Page, they stayed at, at at his house while I was living there, and so I I got to like really get to know the guys and um yeah, it was when they came out with the CP and stuff, and I think we played with them. The first show we played with them was at that like weird. I shouldn't say weird, but that that one like like church coffee house thing that was in Uptown. I can't remember in Minneapolis. Yeah, we like, played with them at the Beat. The Beat. That's what it was called. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we played with them a couple other times, and I know authors played with them a bunch. They I author think, did a whole tour with Polienzo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What they changed their name to right after this. Right, and then uh, uh, the singer. Uh, I'm blanking on his name now. I know it, but. Uh, the singer pl- was sang on on author record on a song um mm-hmm. which on their first ep Nate and I are both kind of weirdly a part of that tr- crew i guess i mean Nate played with author for how many years um after yeah, blank i'm Page. still kind of in that band yeah there like, you go as and, far uh, as like i still write with them i still record their music there you go you know? um um i played the one of the one of three shows that I got to play this year was with author. Yeah, we played I remember together. But when they released Blur, which we should yeah, cover. we played with Motion City soundtrack to like there you go eighteen hundred people or something. It was crazy. Hell yeah! Right before the world took a shit. Um, it was like a month before that. Yeah, <laughs> but this just reminds me of like the good days. You know what I mean? Like this gives me Those very much good days. It was so much fun playing with them, and like, dude, their band live is so sick, and so is this EP. I mean, man, I have so many feels. Uh, I didn't do the lyrics last episode, so let's do it. Leave us. The lying, cheating ones, bruised by beating, a bottled fruit I found, I found love, found Jesus Christ ripe and filling. That is not what I thought he was saying. This fruit's enough to feed myself and no one else. This meal's enough to heal. Fed me to stay, curious of being thought out. What do our brothers say? Always stay away. They fed me to stay, curious of being thought out. What do our brothers say? Always stay this heart is where, or this heart is, this is where it stays. This is where God is, and this is where it stays. Fed me to stay, curious of being thought out. What do our brothers say? Always stay away. They fed me to stay, curious of being thought out. What do our brothers say? Always say, oh God, I feel it, I feel it. No fonder feeling exists. Clever. Congratulations if you made it through. Oh, Weird did I fuck? Reading. Did I sound like really drunk and shit? No, no. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I dig it. I think it's I very, like, very much. It's just like an existential song. You know what I mean? It's it's just him being like, "Hey, man, God is in the moment," type of thing. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, no, kudos. he's always had very abstract. Very, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that one seems pretty, pretty cut and dry to me i mean it's i guess pretty obvious. Yeah, yeah for sure um but this whole ep is like that like this you know joy and barracuda and um oh what was the other one all of the songs on this ep are are fantastic fantastic you know very mm. very very good songwriting you know very good uh I, I these are like songs where it's like 
I feel like I can hear the full band and I can hear the acoustic versions and I think they're just universally just good good tunes, you know. Um there's a lot of like earth tony stuff. They have a lot of shakers, a lot of tambos and stuff and it's great. I don't know. I don't know. I think it slaps obviously, but um well yeah, of course. Of course you think it slaps. <laughs> it's my tune. Of course you do. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> Yeah, oh, dude. Man. I mean, I dude, this this absolutely slaps. I th- I think this whole EP is great. Um, I wish so much that they would have uh, fleshed out this sound, this idea into like a full record. I would have been very very, Same. very happy, but they didn't do that, and I think that's uh, okay. But that's what they chose to Ooh, do, you know. Boy, it would have been so good to just hear them <laughs> really fully realize this thing, this idea that they had before they moved on. Um, yeah. But, you know, I understand. I I understand the creative It's that one it. tweener, you know what I mean? Like, it's, like, right in between mm-hmm. their big shift that they could have, like, brought the, like, rockier elements to it that kind of gave it that edge, you know? Because that was the thing. It was, yeah. like... Like, you can listen to this and be like, okay, cool. Like, you know, Radiohead-esque type stuff. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it had its own thing. You know, it had it did, this EP in, in, in particular had its own edge to it. It had its own thing. You know what I mean? Like, to where it wasn't, like, so obvious. You know what I mean? Like, the, the transition that they made. And I think if they made, like, one more, like, full-length record of that, it would have been sick. And, obviously, Polyenzo's still very good. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's mm-hmm. not it's not like I'm saying that it's derivative or anything like that. I'm just saying that this EP, in in particular, had a just... It, it, its own thing. It had a way more, like, unique thing to only them. And only they could pull it off. You know what I mean? Right. So. Um, yeah, that's my, that's my two cents. Dude. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Still great. Still a great collection of four songs. When I saw them play this set live many times mm-hmm. and when they did it, they always like changed it up in a cool way. Like it was so, oh man, it was so awesome. Like I'm just, yeah. <laughs> it was inspirational for sure. Even though yeah. there would be like 50 people at the shows Yeah, yeah. and they were just doing stuff that I was like, Man, this band is so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that so the, happens to me. Like, uh, like it really happened to me a lot when with author mm-hmm. when we would be on tour and we would just show up to a random show or place or whatever. Yeah, and um, dude, man, it was wild. Like, it was just like. We would, uh, you know, every once in a blue moon, we would play with some band and I'd be like, dude, this band is like, nobody will ever know what this band is. And they were like, they just hit it out of the park. Yeah. So cool. One of my favorite parts, aspects of like touring, it's not something that happens very often. And it's something that is, as I play music more, it doesn't happen as much. Yeah. It's like every once in a while you play a show in some random city or some random place and you play with a really great local band that just yeah. blows you away. It's yeah. just like this band is so good and and like fully realized and is doing all this cool stuff. And then you just know like no one will ever hear it. Yep. It's just, you know. Um 
do we we yeah. we were that band at one point you know with cody <laughs> cody bonnet I guess and optimistically yeah no we were... legitimately like i remember cody bonnet said it was a favorite show and then uh we played with them and uh to speak of wolves and that's uh what's what's his name well, spence's brother or whatever it was like didn't didn't Phil. even Cody say that? And I think Aaron said that a couple times when he played in my epic without you. Um, he was like favorite. I mean, local, he certainly Aaron band. certainly remembers the shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, a lot more thing. than we do because we were like, yeah, you know, no, I you're your own worst critic. You know what I mean? But um, anytime these guys came through town and we got to play with them, I was like. And it's gonna be a fun show because I always knew that no matter what, no matter how shitty I did or how well I did, I'm still gonna enjoy myself because I get to listen to them play. You know what I mean? Like, like I, I think this band for sure was like one of those bands where it's like they're just you got to see them live. They're just like super rad. Did cool shit, you know. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, easy. Flipping slapper, dude. Yeah, dude. Bam, bam. Bing, bingo. There you go. I just always forget. I'm like, dude, we've done so many songs now at this point. Just sent it to you. We have done a lot. The last one I put on is Elvis is Everywhere. Oh, I forgot we did that. That's a bad Nut Nutbush City Limits, Sales of Sharon, The Rocker, Hit Squad, Weight of My Mistakes, X French T-Shirt, The Reflex, Here Come the Police. She dude, yeah, we've done her. over 40 songs now. Yeah, Crazy. we've been crushing it, dude. We've been yeah, doing this weekly since we started. I've made cool. it a point to like make it up there on, on a weekly basis. And there's also the Sultans of Slap Revenge of the Stinkers. <laughs> and that's also public, and I'll send you that as well. And that already has six, one, two, three, four, five songs, because I put I the other two because they were actual slappers copy playlist link and i'll send that to you right now as well okay let's see if this showed up just send you some more i'm gonna smoke smoke some fwed he's gonna smoke some fwed Dude, my little fan broke. My little fan that makes sure my computer doesn't overheat broke. My girlfriend gave me this tiny little, like, desk fan. And it just shit the bed. You got an idea? Um, I'm getting there. Alright. Sorry. Sorry, bro. You're good, dude. This one I'm going to have to edit a shit ton, because lots of interruptions. Lots of interruptions! These damn interrupters. So we've had some cool, some good songs on this, man. Dude, I know, right? Um, Actually, uh, I've been listening to... Dude! 
What's oh, up? Say what you're going to say. Say what you're going to say. Uh, I've been Jeremy Spring from Abandoned Kansas, Crusoe, yeah. and a couple other things. Um, old friend of ours. Um, I've been watching his live. Like He's been doing kind of like what I did over the summer where he just like plays like an hour or two set. So I'm going to see if he wants to get on a on an ep. Cool. <laughs> Sounds sick. Yeah, I was going to say, dude, we should do a year-end... Uh, battle of the slappers and we'll pick the best slapper of the year okay like not not necessarily like the best song of the year but the best like we'll do like the top three or five favorite slappers that we've uh gone that we've picked i'm into it i think it'd be cool right yeah i'm into it okay i could do a band called the captain beyond <laughs> captain beyond we could do that. I don't think I'm going to do that. We could do the band Kent. Your favorite band. <laughs> Obviously. Kent. Is a band called Kent. <laughs> I just think uh, like, damn it, Kent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do that Kent song. All right, let's do it. Okay, Kent, we're going to do the All right. Dude, I've got I've got the slapper for you. Well, let's hear it. Kent. Kent is the band. Oh, dude, these guys look like like bachelor party guys right now to me they look they look in charge dude yeah there's one dude that has like you know the aviators he kind of looks like a skinnier walter from big lebowski um this is kent your bradley cooper looking guy then i got the super handsome guy that's probably the drummer and then the bass player that just kind of looks out of place You've really figured these guys out, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, pretty much. But they have like crazy like Swedish names, so obviously they're like <laughs> There's it's a Swedish band. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Alright. Well, we're gonna go to the record Isola. Isola? Isola, which obviously means island. Is Isla. Isla Nublar. Uh I don't see Isla. They have a lot of album oh there it's it is. Yellow. Okay. We're going to crank this song, Lifesavers. This record is in English, so I'm being nice I'm there. to everybody. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one, play. Yes. When music was sick. Badass music. <laughs> nice tinkle on the... Tanging on the hump. He's tinkling on the ride. <laughs> I'm, I'm putting this whole album on the discovery list. It's a good record, for sure. Shit! That slaps. <laughs> Sweet Jesus that slaps. Yeah, yeah. 
so I want so much Kent in my life, dude. Holy Kent shit. Kent is um Swedish alternative rock band. Dude. So much in the vein of Oasis Why is and Sweden Radiohead. So good at everything. Like Sweden is badass, there's no doubt. <laughs> just like is it the winter months of like nothing to do and you just play guitar until like literally your fingers bleed and I don't know. But that riff, the opening riff the is like of this song is something I think about a lot. Um Yeah. And I don't remember who sh- this is kind of a, a little bit of um a cool guy record of like if you know about this it's like oh yeah this this dude obviously is into like 90s alternative rock like you know if you yeah. if you you know this is kind of like a record store type record if you sure. want to talk about you know i met it's, a guy uh, like that yeah 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 yeah, yeah. um Everybody's i met can't like recommend that. it more i think it's great it's fantastic um, yeah it's super good cat's coming in hot oh oh i saw the door open fig you insufferable fuck. <laughs> oh, Fig's the best. Coming in hot. <laughs> a flanger. Flangerly. A decent mix. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so this record's really cool. 1998. Like I said, very much feels like uh, like the Benz era Radiohead. Absolutely, dude. Um, Absolutely. I was going to make a mix Radiohead with reference. Oasis and Doves and like all these other great alternative rock. Or like Travis. You know, like name the cool guy bands uh, if you're into this type DC of music. Talk, Supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, certainly, it's great. I mean, it certainly evokes that that thing it's sure. that era though that era mm-hmm. was that you know what i mean like and it that, that and literally if you listen to radiohead you understand that's where all of them got it you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it was literally the bends you know what i mean like over and over and over again and honestly i'm ho- i'm cool with it it's sick you know what i mean but all that being said sweden does everything better so, I mean, at least when it comes to, like, musicianship, you know, they just seem like way tech, tech, technical type dudes. You know what I mean? Yeah, they got great instrumental. The song structure is, like, really uh, interesting. It's not, doesn't follow, like, a really predictable, uh, like, path or whatever. Just yeah. a cool song, man. Mm-hmm. A great band, uh, like I said, uh, a record store type band that you would like sure. drop. Be like, dude, have you heard this record? You know, can't, can't, <laughs> have one, you heard this have you heard record? Record, bro. And they're still a band, and they're still cranking stuff out. I dude, saw. Seriously, I saw. I saw. They really do. It's super cool. And I don't even think this is probably like their most popular thing. Yeah. Um. Like I said, this record I, is in English. I fucking love so, it. I think it's yeah. fantastic. Like I, I want to listen really to the good. whole record. I, th- I just threw you it should. on my. So Nate, Nate always has like the great ones, you know. <laughs> like so, I literally have to like. I started a playlist called Discovery, and it's literally pretty much littered with you and this one dude that I met at this like art thing, and he just con- consistently sends me bands like just like you need to check this out. And some of them, honestly, I'm not that into, but. You usually know exactly what I want to hear, so you have a very good gauge of what I want to hear. That's sick. Yeah. 
I Dude, love it. I'm glad you dig it. Mm-hmm. I that's that's the same thing with the Experts T-shirt thing, man. It's like <laughs> I just gotta listen to it more. Uh, is yeah. is that like the banger? Is that record the 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 winner? Or? That. You should start with that record. Okay. They probably okay. have other cool... Like, dude, I'm not an expert on this band, for sure. For like, sure. There's probably a bunch of great stuff. Like I said, this record happens to be in English, so it's a good place to start. Um, I sure. don't know if they have another record that's completely in English. They might not. I don't yeah. know. This might well, have been the one that they did. You know, It's it's fantastic. I want to. I want to dive in. Do you got lyrics for me, or could you get lyrics for me? I can. Um, uh, this seems like the band kind of band that I want to know the the lyrics to. So, all right, all right. you know, um, I will save your life when you're out and down. Nice little flip of those, right? Mm-hmm. I will dim all the lights to comfort your eyes. A nice sentiment to mm-hmm. be to be sure. Um. You would do the same. You would do it all for me. Anytime, lifeline, you saved my life. When you tied me down, and if I cry, tell me that I would do the same. If ever it were you. The next time, lifeline. There you go. That's all the lyrics. Dude, that's very, like... Every time you think you got a grasp on the plot of it, it just just is like... You know what I mean? Like... A Swedish band singing English. I didn't have like super go. high expectations for it being like, yeah, um, particularly uh, profound. Sure. But hey, it's all good. But in it lies the 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 the, the key, right? The of- vibe of the song is just so good, though. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and I feel like the theme of the song is kind of held throughout. You know, sure. So very cool. Um, super worth jamming. Yeah, dude, I'm into it. Gobbling up. I'm extremely into it. Yeah, I think it sounds. I think it sounds fantastic. Dude, that's a good fucking song, man. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) That one's you enjoy it. That's a schmacker, dude. It schmacks, dude. I, I, it absolutely is. It smacks like a dog with peanut butter in its mouth. Peanut butter dog. It smacks. Peanut butter dog. Well, are you good? <laughs> Dude, I'm good. I'm great. All right. Uh, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, yeah. Thanks, guys, for tuning in to Sultan's a Slap, and we'll be here next week.